This is Life Lessons, the Igintama Manga Cast episode. I don't know, because this isn't really an actual episode. I don't know what we're gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna name this one. Because it's a special. Because of a done! Uh, we're not gonna talk about the manga. Nope. Nope, no manga. Uh, we're gonna have a general discussion. Uh, Why? Because somebody's birthday is coming up. Yeah. Uh, next week, well, next week will have already passed by the time I release this, but uh, as far as now, when we're recording this, next week will be uh, not only my birthday, uh, my 20th birthday, but uh, next Sura's birthday. Yeah, steal my thunder. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yep, next week is Katsura's birthday, too. And I felt that I had such a weird connection to Katsura because we both share the same birthday. And I do, I did want to release something for next week, you know, without having to read a bunch of manga and then do notes and then, you know, and do all that. Uh, I thought that this would be an easier thing for me to prepare for that we could just kind of do on the fly for maybe like an hour, hour and a half or something. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever do this again after this, just because, uh, just because we don't, not, not, not a lot of us have characters that we all agree on. No, no, we don't. We really don't. <laughs> Katra is a character that we all, that we all like, uh, that all of us in our group of friends really like, so, because every, because all of us, always disagree on whether we like Hichikata or Okita more. We just had to go into this conversation. And then, and then it's, sometimes it's even worse with Takasugi or Kamui, so. <laughs> uh, so it was funny uh, that I don't really like that character, by the way. You still like him more than Takasugi, and I don't oh, like Of course him. I do. I don't want to get into this. We'll save I that. Like, I don't want, this is about, all about Katsura. I don't want to, like, bust his thunder and be like, yeah, we're not going to talk about you right now. Katsura sh- this, 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 uh, this episode, Katsura should be on standby for his own episode. Exactly. Poor Katsura, always on standby. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't, you haven't seen that yet, but it's pretty funny. Because, because it turns out, certain episodes or arcs, he's he's on standby waiting to jump in. You told you that before. Because he has nothing better to do, I guess. Oh, poor baby, he's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't understand how much I actually do like Katsura. Not as much as Okita, but... <laughs> is it close? It's close. Uh, he's not really one of my favorite characters, but I do like him a lot, and I he does make me laugh my ass off every time I see him on screen. Because he's always doing such stupid things, but... He's not stupid all the time. Very he's just, true. He's just doesn't have a lot of common sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I'm not sure, maybe debate, it's debatable whether maybe that could be the same thing as being stupid. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, maybe for those who don't know who Katsura is, if you don't know who Katsura is, I don't know why you're listening to a Gintama podcast, but... Uh, I don't know. Who, who is he, Jasmine? I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, really? Just bust me on the spot like that? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, guys, basically, Kasura is a member 
basically, he's a samurai. Yep. That recently became a terrorist. <laughs> and before this, he actually fought alongside with Gintoki when the big war happened. Yeah. And they, he actually knew Gintoki when they were kids. Yeah. Strangely cute. Yeah, it's very strangely cute. Like, they have a very... Surprisingly, they have a very close relationship. They, <laughs> they bicker like best friends do. Yeah, they do. They bicker like best like how best friends do. Not like how we how we bicker. We bicker like on a different level. But <laughs> yeah, but like they they do bicker a lot, and they, you can tell they really do care for each other, even though they always bash each other. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. They were both, uh, for lack of a better word, war buddies. Yeah. Like, they literally fought, literally, side by side for who knows how many years. And then kind of, they kind of just did see each other for a good minute. <laughs> then, then I think eventually Katsura, as we discussed last episode, uh, episode 5, he does eventually find him again and tries to convince Gintoki to uh, take up arms to uh, rid Japan of all the Amanto, but... Gintoki, thankfully, causes Katsura to have a change of heart, and now he's more or less a pacifist. Or at least he doesn't, or at least he doesn't use extreme violence anymore. But yeah, Katsura's, uh... He's Katsura, a very interesting, he's an interesting character. Yeah, he's interesting to say the least. And, guys, uh... This, it, this, this character <laughs> is so fucked up, but in a good way. He is, and then because of the way he looks... Every girl falls for him. You have to be really ridiculous not to fall for this character, at least a little bit. <laughs> cool. Like, first glance, you're just like, you just like, his hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. His hair is so long and silky. <laughs> like, that's the first thing I did, guys. Don't lie. When I first saw Katra in anime, I'm like, he has such pretty hair. <laughs> and then I heard his voice, I'm like, he has such, such a manly voice. And then he started telling, he started telling jokes like, "Oh my god, he's so funny!" <laughs> so each time like he came on screen, I like fell deeper and deeper in love. I was like, "Katsura, oh my god!" I don't even think he tries to tell jokes. I think he just talks and then yeah, and they, and they just, just come out as jokes. Right, hey guys, like he has that voice. I don't know why, but like I immediately swooned at him. I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Katsura's voice fucking fits him. I think, honestly. It does. Like, he's, the, he's that character that has the right voice actor. Like, he has the right voice actor. Yeah, I, I love I love Katra's voice actor so much. Even though I haven't really... I haven't seen him in much of anything else other than this in Naruto, but... Oh, yeah. Guys, same voice actor was Gara, the One of the hottest guys in Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> I'll shut your face! Gara is hot. His <laughs> uh, symbol on his forehead means love. I was like, ah! Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a Gara fangirl. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know where to describe how much I'm in love with Gara. It's like Okita level. <laughs> I did not know this. You didn't know that? No. It's Okita level with Gara. Gar when this comes to Gara, I'm Okita level on him. <laughs> I, I did not know this at all. Yes. I'm in love with Gara. Okay, that's another anime. Another anime. I'm, I'm sure people are enjoying our 
in-depth converse, conversation about Katsura and all the deep analysis going on while we talk about Naruto. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's just that when I found out that the guy that voices Katsura voiced Gara, and then I got proof of that, Katsura seems so much harder than me. <laughs> so, what do you think of his overall design? Like, his physical design? Actually, I really like it. I really like it overall. Like, you know this, because remember the fan service ending? <laughs> Which fan service ending? What? The, when, when they were showing all the guys, and they were, like, shirtless. Oh, oh. You remember how, you remember how badly I was flipping out? I was like, no, no, pan down. Because <laughs> when Coster came up, they always showed his chest up. And I was like, no, stand down. Yeah, they sh- showed him from the back. You yeah, can't really. From the back. I was so pissed. <laughs> his hair covers most of his back, so you didn't really even see his back. I was pissed, guys. I, I was so mad. I wanted them to turn it around. I was so mad. Like, I didn't fangirl over Okita. That was the weird part. I didn't fangirl, fangirl over Okita. I was fangirling over Kasura. <laughs> Honestly, I think his, um, I think his overall design is, it's, I, I think it's bland. It's mostly bland, though. But, but I, 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 but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it fits his character, honestly. Yeah, like he's a he is a somewhat bland character. It's just that the things he does. Well, he's not he's not even really a bland character. It's, it's just like, he's just like when you see him, when you like when you first see him and he doesn't talk, he seems bland when you just first look at him. Yeah, I mean from 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 first glance, you you'd think that you know his most notable characteristic is his long hair, and that's really about it. Yeah, like how Shinpachi's only like he's only more interesting with his glasses. Oh, don't even get me started on the glasses. <laughs> so when you first think about him, you're like, so he's only more interesting with his hair. No, and then you no, hear that's not it whatsoever. And then you hear him talk, and then you're like, oh, his his voice is as bland as his design. <laughs> right, and you're just like crap. And then then we start actually seeing him in action. You're like, oh, this dude is cool. Well, I mean, and then. Well, I mean, even before that, in episode five of the anime, you see him. You, you kind of see uh, when, when you first see him. I mean, he's um, he's kind of the typical. Um, um, I, I don't even really know how to describe his character. Um, samurai, typical samurai. He, yeah, he's kind of the typical samurai. He, you know, he has his own ideals and his own bushido, his own way, whatever. Yeah, he follows, I guess, the overall code of the samurai. Like, like what samurai are supposed to follow, and it's been followed for years. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, Gitsoki, like, in, you guys saw our podcast, you probably know about this, but in the manga, he literally said, like, Gitsoki says, stop following that code, I follow my own code, and I forgot what his code was, but he says something. Basically, gets, basically, he'll do whatever the fuck he wants, is basically what he told Katsura. Yeah, that's what he said, that's my code. <laughs> And he kind of gave Kasura, like, a little step back. He's like, oh, well, dang. <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently Kasura followed the code that Samurai had been following for years to have, have been following for years. He, he, he follows the same um, idealism that formed around 20 years ago when, when the Amanto first came and how the, how the government reacted to them. Um, invading Japan and how so easily they gave in 
and how some samurai really didn't like that because they thought the government was being really weak. And so, so that's kind of their ideal is that, you know, the Amanto should be driven out of Edo because, um, be, because they, um, be, 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 I, I think it's mostly because of how the government, um, um, reacted basically. It, I, I think I think they're upset because it makes their country look bad. And it, again, it's 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 a lot of patriotism type of um, idealism, basically. You know, you you, you know, because some people have uh, uh, people like uh, I'm trying to trying to have, uh, figure out how to explain this. Uh, like I'm sure, obviously, a lot of samurai who live in Edo have a lot of pride in living in Edo, just like how people who live in North America here have a lot of pride in living in North America. Oh, yeah. Unless you're like me and you want to live in South Korea. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but, uh... I forgot where I was going with this. Yeah, you totally just were like, I'm all ripped. Uh, now basically, Katsura, I don't want to say he he follows the crowd it's still, I mean, it's it's what he believes in, but it's, it's like this. He grew up was he? It's basically like this. He grew up a swordsman. He wants to stay a swordsman. Basically, yeah. And he doesn't want to change himself. And but I, I don't even I don't even think it's so much that he just outright dislikes the Amanto. I I think it also has a lot to do with like Shoyo Sensei and all that. Yeah. I really think it's, that's really the big deal about this. Like, I don't think he really cares much about the Amanto. I think it's just because of his sensei in general. I don't think he has nothing to do with the Amanto. If if they didn't fuck with Shoyo Sensei, yeah, uh, I think he would. I think he would probably would have cared less. He'd probably be like, oh well, la la la, la back on like. He probably he probably would have still been like, oh, why are we why are we acting like such cowards? We should be fighting back. But I think Shoyo Sensei, assumably, is is assumably the straw that broke the camel's back. Shoyo Sensei, he's like, he basically gave all these characters hope, Kazura, Sakasuki, and Gitsuki, for that matter, a lot of hope. And it basically gave them what they kind of missed in life as children. Um, I mean, we I know we find out later that Gintoki doesn't is an orphan, and that... Shoyo Sensei is a, like a father figure to him, but yeah. So we we're not really sure. I'm guessing I'm kind of predicting that's kind of the same way for both Takasugi and Katsura as well. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of going with that because we it, don't because what's messed up, guys, about the show is that we 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 usually get mad about certain things, so they only go about we get we get really upset. When an anime or a TV show only focuses on one character, where they got like a whole bunch of people they can focus on, luckily we're not. Luckily we're not like that with Gintama, well, but we still don't get a lot about um, Kasura's background. Well, the, well, the thing that's the beauty of Gintama is that Sorachi will go back and focus on these sometimes very lesser characters, but all the all the same, it's it's still nice, and I really appreciate that. I mean, yeah, of course. That's why I knew I had nothing to worry about because I'm like, he's going to go back. He's going to tell you what happened to this person. There's, there's Regardless. probably, there's probably a reason Katra's on standby. Yeah, because like, 
Because, guys, this whole entire anime has been, of course, the main focus is Gintoki. And this whole entire anime, we're like, what the heck happened to you, Gintoki? <laughs> but because there are three people that have been in his past, they have their own past as well. And we don't know much about the, about these two specific ones, but we always get little little hits about Gintoki himself. I'm, but, sure, I'm sure at some point we'll... Yeah. We're going to find out something about about Kasura and Takasugi and what the heck happened. But I am very... I cannot wait until that happens because, guys, Sirachi is a troll. He's, <laughs> he's a, a good... Troll he's a good... For, he's a good uh, writer, but he's a fucking troll. Yeah. He's a troll he goes for, who knows, years, I'm guessing? Ten years. Ten years. He's been trolling us for ten years. And we're like... What's going on? Please just give us the past. And then he'll like bust out some random, like some some juicy, some juicy um information. And we're like, finally, wait, wait, that doesn't answer. Like, have two more questions. And he just leaves you. He just leaves you hanging. He's like, oh well, that's too bad. <laughs> See you in the next ten years. I'm like, <laughs> I get so mad. But like, I cannot wait until he finally goes on Kasra and he's like, look. This is what happened with him. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. If he does it, I'll go to flip the table. <laughs> but yeah, Katsura, basically, in a nutshell, he's still he's still kind of a patriot, rebel, what have you. Um and still still has his own still has his own ideals. He doesn't like the Amanto too much at all, but at the very least, he doesn't use extreme violence anymore. Again, he's more of a pacifist um, at this point in time, and uh, but he still tries to um, he still tries to do whatever he can in the background, I'm assuming, to uh, see what he can do, you know, about trying to get rid of the Amanto at all. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know he's doing something at least in the background. Um, Sure. Because, you know, never, I don't never, think he would quit cold turkey on being a terrorist. I, I mean, you never know. Every time we do see what he's doing, he's just kind of fucking around, honestly. But it's probably all a sham. Yeah, he's probably like, he's probably doing like that weird double life thing where he's like you see him do one thing, but in the background he's doing something else. <laughs> that's again, that's probably why he's always on fucking standby. Right, because he's probably playing that do something big. But, like, uh, something huge, and you're gonna be like, what? But, I, I think, I think we, I think we have a clear idea of who Katra is so far. Yeah. Or, or at least his background. Yeah, and how every girl, like, swoons over him because of his freakishly long hair. Or, or, or is envious of his long hair. Yeah, they're either envy or they swoon over it. And... Yeah, I wanted the girls to swoon, so... <laughs> so, I think we should go on to what Katra's personality is like. Uh, it's gonna be kind of complicated, but okay. <laughs> he is very illogical. Very. I don't, I don't think Katra has a very good grasp of common sense. It's weird, it's like, he, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like he has common sense, but he doesn't use it. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a good way to put it. Like you know, like he has proven that he has con- common sense in certain, like it's in the anime. Per se, he has proven that he has common sense. I mean, look at all the shit he did in Benny Zakra. 
Right. You guys see Billy Zachary. That dude has too much common sense in that. It's crazy. And, but, and he always manages to get away from the Shinsengumi. Yeah, but what's weird is that I don't know if he chooses to use it. It's really weird. Like, we know he has it, but we don't know if does he choose to use it. He he uses it when it counts, I guess. Yeah, I guess it, I guess he's like, I'm going to use common sense when I know I need to. I guess that's how he thinks of things. I'm not even sure. It's but it's weird. <laughs> like, like after he meets Gintoki, and we get to... And after his little encounter with Gintoki, we get to see more of Katra and more of his personality throughout the series, and he... it. To me, it more seems like more random crap. <laughs> yeah, to me, it seems like he gets dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> I honestly think he's just not using common sense, but he has it. <laughs> he just doesn't want to use it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but what I also found interesting is that he's actually very loving, and very he does care for the people that's around him. Like he does take care of them. Like. like he has the same kind of um, mindset that Gintoki has, where he doesn't really like it, it's it's the same kind of thing he told Takasugi, where he doesn't really he doesn't really care if Takasugi necessarily brings down the entire government or its country, but he doesn't want anybody messing with what's in the country, like the, you know his friends and the people he cares about in general. Yeah, like. Like, like, there's a specific art. I can never say that chick's name. I can never say it. Ikumatsu. Ikumatsu. It's not an art, by the way. <laughs> I can never say her name to save my life. Is that the girl you're talking about? I think that's the girl I'm talking about. Like, for instance, when Kasura meets her, oh my god, he went into, like, full bodyguard mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he met, he literally only met this girl for, like, ten minutes, and he's, like, automatically bodyguard mode. <laughs> yeah. That that I that I'll definitely want to talk about a bit more in a sec, but um like, oh, that's such a good pairing. Sorry guys. <laughs> I I love it how like in the anime when he says that to Takasugi how you you have Shinpachi and Kagura in there, I think you think you have Elizabeth and then Ikumatsu is in there. So she is? Yeah, she is. You go back and you look at that scene and you see all the little flashes of people he apparently cares about oh, in the background. Right, yep. right, okay. Giant thinks a really nice touch. Yeah, like, guys, when he says, when he wants to protect something that he cares for, he will do it. Like, like I don't know how to explain it. He's just very loving. He's he's like Gitoki, except Gitoki takes it to a more sentimental level, I guess you could say. Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't know, like, it's like this. It's like Gitoki shows it much more than Kasura does. Yeah, Gintoki, I think, shows a bit more emotion than Katsura does, because Katsura, most of the time, comes off as very monotone. Yeah, he's very he's a, he's like the gag man, basically. Oh, yeah. So so when he does come out, you automatically expect the gag. That's, that's the first thing you think of is, oh my god, something funny is going to happen, because Katsura showed up. <laughs> um, another thing I like about Katsura that I can kind of relate to, in a sense, is he... He's, uh, he doesn't really follow fads at all. Oh, he, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He he loves his outdated whatever. He loves outdated things. It's a weird, it's really weird. <laughs> like, like, 
old video game systems like the Famicom or Dukatsura as to weird old sayings that nobody else says but me is is to me. Yeah, like, guys, you, you've never been around Colton like I have, but he literally says, says a lot of old-fashioned things. More than I do. <laughs> I say stuff like the cat's meow and the bee's knees. Right, like, at first when he told me the cat's meow, I'm like, what? <laughs> but... Everybody's like, everybody's always shocked when I say the cat's meow. Because it's such a random thing. But, like, he does it worse than me because, like, sometimes I'll say something random, but, like, I'm out of 5,000. <laughs> but, like... But then he does it worse than me. Like, I'll say certain, like, certain outdated things, but he will say them all the time and catch you so off guard. That's not even funny. Katara literally, literally tries to get his driver's license so he can have some form of ID, so he can go rent uh, video copies of a new soap opera that's airing on TV, so he can have something to talk about with his fellow rebels. I feel so bad for him. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. And then, and then, oh, when he came back, I was like, oh, that sucks. Because, <laughs> oh, his, his numbers are such... Are such unknown douchebags, <laughs> but like what I find funny about him is that the way it's weird is that I can kind of connect with Kasuda because we are kind of those people that we're kind of dense. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm guys. No lie, I'm very dense. No, and really. So Check your face. <laughs> but so is Kasuda. Like, guys, he's this to the point that it's not even funny sometimes. No, I still think it's funny. Like, of course it's funny, because it's Katara. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, I'm trying to remember what he did. There was something that he did that was, like, he did something that was, like, completely... No, like, the, it was a barbershop episode. Like, he was completely dissed in that episode. Yeah, he really was. Like, he didn't even know one. You can't tell that Gitoki. That Gitoki. He's like, I've seen you somewhere before. Have we met? You have you have such very familiar eyes. Right. Like, I was like, like they've been through battle. Right. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> but what happens is that I'm like that too. I could literally walk past the person I know and not notice them. And then when I look at them, I have to actually stare them down. <laughs> <clears throat> so sometimes I don't realize that it's the person I know. So I could literally be like, Oh, Kara! Hey! <laughs> and then it's so funny to me. I'm like, crap. I can't believe I've been staring at that person for five minutes not knowing who it was. <laughs> um, going back to the uh, thing about him loving outdated things, because uh, in, in the uh, Away mini arc, uh, I remember when they were selling the new Away uh, video game system, totally not the Wii, you know, uh, him wanting to go to the uh, game shop because he wanted a Famicom, which is oh, right. obviously like a 90s system, I think. Like, no, everybody wanted the Wii. He's like, no, I want the Famicom. <laughs> I love that. That episode's really good, guys, by the way. That was the first episode I watched in Gintama. I love those two episodes so much. Those were the first episodes I watched in Gintama, and I fell in love with them once. Because he did a joke. And we, when I saw that joke, I fell in love with him right then and there. We'll probably talk about that more joke when we get to disguises. Yeah, when we get to his disguises, guys, 
this per- this specific disguise made me fall in love with him. <laughs> um. So yeah, obviously he doesn't keep up with fads, or at least he's not very good at it. Uh, he loves animals. Yes, guys, he's like me. I love animals, and I was like, yay. <laughs> He has a he has a soft spot for uh, cute furry animals. Yeah, but the weird part is that his definition of cute can can be very odd. <laughs> Not as bad as the princess, though. Yeah, the prince. Oh my god, don't get me started. Uh, oh my god, like guys, Prince Hata. But I don't get it. He finds the most ugliest creatures cute. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, but. He found a freaking octopus that could have killed him. Cute. I'm, I'm trying to think about when was the first time we saw this instance of him loving animals. Oh, wait, which one? Katra or Katra? Katra. Oh, like, this, like this, the Switch Bodies arc when Katra thought that Sadaharu was Sadaharu? What? Have you seen that one yet? No, but you showed me a clip of it. And I was like, and he's like, he literally walks up to Sadaharu, he's like, or at this point, Gitsoki, he's like, He's like, can I peg your can I peg your belly for a minute? <laughs> that was that was kind of creepy in a sense because, dude, that's not your dog. But Are, I'm like that too. I'm like, when I see a dog, I'm like, can I pet it? <laughs> yeah, but but this dog is just walking around, no one else, and he's just like, hey, I'm gonna go pet that dog. Well, I do that, that too. I do that too. When I see a stray dog, I'm like, oh my god. So so you go around yeah. petting stray dogs? Yeah, I do. I go do the same thing with cats. Like, if I see a stray dog, I'm like, here, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and when it comes up to me, I'm like, yeah, he's friendly. <laughs> and apparently, Katsura really likes um, animals' paws, too, or something. Like he's, he's, the bas- he's his bastion. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good time with the bastion. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not. Sebastian's a no. lot more badass. I hate to yeah. say it. Yeah, but Sebastian has a weird thing with cat paws. <laughs> oh, kill me now, guys. Go ahead, kill me now. Cause like, hey, if I notice that thing is that there's actually a scene where he's like messing with a cat, he's like massaging his paws, and, and like he flicks, and he like pushes down on it to make his claws come out. And he's yeah. like, ah, oh, cat paws are surely the best. I'm like, what? Yeah, but yeah, but Katra likes all animals' paws. So. Yeah, but that's like that. He's like the weird Sebastian of the show when it comes to paws. <laughs> it's weird. But he also, when he loves animals, I mean, he loves animals, guys. But he flips out. <laughs> like, he has a pet called Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, oh, my goodness. Guys, they're like a brick. They're like a couple. It's crazy. That's 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 why that's why he has Elizabeth, because he can't resist cute things. That's that's when, okay, yeah, I take that back. That's when we first see that is when we first see Elizabeth. Right, when we first see Elizabeth, what, we see this creepy-looking penguin thing? Who's supposedly an old man? Yeah, we don't know what the heck it is. Honestly, don't ask us. We no, don't even know. No, no, I, I know. We, we find that out later. You just don't know. Oh, shut your. Uh, well, it's a. We don't know. Well, apparently, I don't know. Yeah, you it's don't. Weird, know. It's a weird looking thing. It is. Like apparently, it's like an old man in a penguin suit. Something like that, but it's, it's weird like that because there are certain things you see and you're like, well. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, I I completely forgot. That's the first time we see it is because he has Elizabeth, and Kentucky's like, what the fuck is that? Right, he's like, he's like, he's like, don't make, he's like, what is the ugly thing? He's like, don't call this cute, beautiful, pe- this cute, beautiful animal ugly. I'm like, 
seriously? <laughs> how how can I hate an innocent little thing like this? Yeah, when like when Kasser is like literally pretending, he literally calls Elizabeth adorable. I'm like, what? And he kind of <laughs> kind of blushes when he's like, isn't isn't she kind of cute? Right. I was like, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I think that's when Katra started to show a bit more character, actually. Yeah, that's what he's like, because at first he's just bland, like, you kind of expect the same thing from him over and over again. I am a samurai. I must avenge my fallen brethren. Right, like, uh-huh. and, but when he gets Elizabeth, that whole thing does a 360. <laughs> or something. And it's funny. <laughs> Like oh my goodness, like the like the pet show up, like the pet episode. Oh my god. Yeah, that was, that was funny. That's a pretty good one. Um, like like even when they, even when they thought even when they were trying to disqualify Elizabeth because they thought he was an old man, he almost killed the host. <laughs> yeah, Katra has a thing for widows apparently. Yeah, okay, guys. Well, you said windows or windows. Widows, like you know wives who lost her husband. I know, because the way you said that, I'm like, because the way you said Yeah, that's it, another I, interesting I, thing about Katra is that he has a thing for windows. He just can't help but, like, breathe on them and then, like, write smiley faces in them. <laughs> it's like a kid. I used to do that a lot when I was a kid. No. I mean, when I say a lot, I mean a lot. <laughs> no, but apparently Katra does have a thing for widows or housewives or things of the like. Uh, I I think in the show they question whether it's some kind of fetish or not. It seems like every chick he comes in contact with is a widow, and, and he's like, well then. You know, that's probably because, that's probably why he likes Ikumatsu. It probably was why, because he found out that she was a widow, he's like, hmm. <laughs> hmm, that's a turn on. Because <laughs> like, like, when he found that out, like he got to stare at her for a good minute. <laughs> Like, the show, he stared at her. I was like, what you thinking? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we we also see that in the um, Away arc, and I thought that was kind of a weird thing. He, I don't know. I think it's just, I, I hopefully that is not a thing. He just still happened to be in this predicament by no. accident. Oh, no, no, I'm pretty, no, he, no, he, he says he likes housewives and widows. Okay. Maybe it's because he has no competition, guys. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it makes things it makes things easier. Yeah, um, maybe because the woman is feeling vulnerable and he thinks he could get with that. <laughs> that makes Katra sound like a really really bad guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, you think about it. I mean, especially, especially with a, when you're dealing with a widow, he's like, um, what do you what do they call him? He's like that guy of, of everybody hates Chris. He's he's that funeral director that feeds off a good looking woman who just lost her husband. I don't remember the names of any characters on that show except for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't remember his specific name. Like I remember everybody else's name, but I can never remember his name. All right, there's our next black celebrity that we need to talk about, Chris Rock. Now we need to try to relate him to Costa somehow. I'll find a way. You'll never relate him to Costa. No, I can't. You'll never be able to. Uh, but, so there's this thing for widows, I don't know what else to say about that, so, uh, I think we should talk about the stuff Katara can do. Mm. Like, um, we don't see it a lot, and by a lot, I mean we don't, we see it, like, maybe for one scene, maybe, like, maybe, um, not even two episodes, but, 
we know he's a good swordsman, or at least he's, um, he's at least, um, I'm trying to think of a word, um, yeah, he, he, he's just, he, he just knows how to, he knows, he knows how to he use knows, a sword. He knows how, he knows, um, the type, he's good, he's a good kinsman, basically. He knows really, he knows how to use a sword, he knows when to use it. Oh, yeah. It's like, a, it's a shame the only time we see him use a sword is Benny Zakra. That's sadly true. But it's still pretty cool. Like, guys, and this is what, this also goes to his logical levels. When you guys watch Benny Zakra, like, I don't know how, because me and Colton had a big debate about this, because we, we didn't understand how Kazarin was able to do this. Like, he dies, but he comes back with shorter freaking hair. And, and, but at that point, he's, he's fighting Takasugi for like a good 30 seconds. More, more like he slashes Takasugi and Takasugi falls back. Yeah, and we're like, what? Well, there's a there's a reason Katsura can evade the Shinsengumi so well. Yeah, this dude, okay, guys, besides him being good with guns and, and bombs and he's a terrorist, he's freaking fast on his feet. Oh, well, he has to be. Well, yeah, I mean, you're ready for the Shinsengumi, you have to be fast on your feet, because, dude, they'll come at you, they'll come at you with tanks. <laughs> tanks and bazookas and swords. Right. And Okita. <laughs> and Hichikata. No, just Okita. No, Hichikata's there. Shut up. Well, he's here. He doesn't do much. Okita Ichi- always follows. Ichi- I'm not Okita's getting, I'm not getting into this with you. Hichikata <laughs> does more work. Okita does, do, Okita does his, whatever he his, feels like. All, all, he does is, all he has to do is just blow up everything. And he's like, and then Kazuma's like, crap. <laughs> no, he still and, runs away. No, he runs away once he sees the, once he sees the freaking bazooka. Well, yes, wouldn't yes. you fucking run if you saw a bazooka? Yes. I know, but when he sees he's got, he's like, hmm, okay, I'll start running. He takes a moment, but when he sees the bazooka, he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> are you really trying to compare what's worse yes. to run from? <laughs> yes, I am. You are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, he's going to get to okay, so he's yeah, got but He's good with bombs. Yeah, okay, guys, he is very good at bombs. He is very, he knows how to handle them very well. I mean, again, he is a terrorist. But. He, he sent them to a few embassies before Kentucky made him have his change of heart. Yeah, like, guys, apparently, he's been, before we, when we meet, um, Kazura, we actually find out, or it's mostly implied, it probably is implied, that he actually been doing this for a good minute. No, no, he's been doing no. this. It's not implied at all. We know he's been doing it. Oh, shush. And, and like, we, he's been sending them to embassies left and right. So we know that he's good with bombs, and he knows how to hide them. And he's such, he, what's messed up is that he's so good with bombs that he keeps them under his freaking sleeve. <laughs> I'm, I don't, I don't blame him. If I were a fugitive on the run, I'd probably keep a few bombs on me, too. Oh, like, that, when that first episode came in, he busted out that time bomb. Oh, my God. But, uh. It's it's amazing how unintelligent he comes off as, but he can still he can still run away from the Shinsengumi and invade him for however God knows how long he's been doing it. Right, like even that even when he meets Ikamasu, oh my God, I said it right. Um, even when he meets her, he he ends up getting hit. I will admit that he ends up getting a hit, but he's still he he still ends up getting away even though they ha- even though they follow his blood trail. Oh yeah. That's the messed up part. He, like, I'm not sure what they did. I think they just went to his leg. 
I'm not sure if they blasted it or something, but he was dripping blood. And as he's walking, there's a trail of blood. He was still able to get away from them. Mm-hmm. Even though they were following that trail of blood. That's how awesome that is. Uh, he could also sleep with his eyes open, apparently. I'm, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and he looks really, really, really fucking creepy when he does it. He looks like he's staring into your soul. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't say anything, he just snore. He just looks at you. It's so scary. It's like, it's like what people, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like what, okay, have you ever had that, guys, have you ever had that one friend that just was staring at you without, like, showing any other emotion? No. <laughs> I've done it to you before. I mean, I remember I stared at you with, like, showing no sign of changing my expression. Like, I even breathed softly. I was just staring at you hardcore, wide-eyed. And, like, I bet you guys have that one friend that would just give us to mess with you. <laughs> but... Oh my goodness, when people do it, it's creepy. And when he does it, it's creepy. <laughs> so he looks like he's about to stare through your soul. Either that or he's about to do like some weird Chucky move on you and like stare you down and pull out a knife. <laughs> um. And, uh, he's also a master of disguise. Oh, goodness, Lord. <laughs> What's funny, guys, that we say he's a master of disguise, but he's a really bad master of disguise. <laughs> I could have sworn sometimes he just walks around without a disguise in public. He does it. He just walks around. He's he just a... walks around in normal clothing. I don't know. I don't know how he gets away with it. Right, like you guys wonder, like it's so weird that he doesn't wear the shishigumi half the time he's walking around because literally he will walk around in broad freaking daylight with no disguise on and act as if everything's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my favorite disguises. Oh, uh, guys, like, he has so many weird disguises. Like, there is Captain Katsura, for one. Captain Katsura is probably his most well-known. Yeah, that's well-known. Like, everybody knows him by this. With and with the cape and eye patch, and it's pretty Yeah, he looks like funny. a legit, he looks like a legit captain. <laughs> or he's a good, like, a legit pirate. What was messed up is because of his long hair, he's easily identified. <laughs> like, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go with, uh, Captain Katsura's a good one, but I'm going to have to go with Rapper Katsura. Oh, dear God. You guys did not see, I saw him for the first time in action, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> I love rapping Katsura. So when I saw that, I just had to... Stare at him. I'm just like, like, Colton saw me stare. I was just like, I just stared at him. I'm just like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it was just so, he's like, he's like, the, he's like, he's like, um, that, like the 90s hip hop, like, rapper, like the ones that hold a giant boombox to their ear. <laughs> they always have the sweat jacket and the, and the hat turned sideways and the baggy. And the baggy sweats with one with one leg pulled up. <laughs> oh man, I, lo- I love. They, I don't know. They need to come out with uh, they need to come out with this hit sing hit uh, single on like a TV soundtrack or something, or at least the or at least the beat. Come on, the beat's simple, but it's it's nice, it's catchy. But he, I will admit this. He had me cracking up because what happened in the specific? This is when I call it the date the date episode. 
this has to do with Cubay, but um, what happens is that in this specific episode, this is way rapper Kasura is introduced, and I don't know why the heck he did this. He just did this on a whim. Yeah, he just he just shows up. Right, he just she, like I don't think it's okay even asked about this group date. I think he just shows up to show up, and he just shows up in this outfit, <laughs> and he's rapping, and he's he's sort of like take it away, Elizabeth. <laughs> <coughs> And Elizabeth shows a sign because she can't talk. And he's like, no, you're supposed to sing it. Why can't you sing? Right. He like goes off on Elizabeth. He's like, you're not, you're not supposed to write it. You're supposed to sing it. Why can't you sing? God damn it, Elizabeth. We'll never get into America's Got Talent like this. Right. When he did that, guys, I died. <laughs> and then what's messed up is that he is a, what happens is that we end up seeing Kondo. <laughs> That's that's the episode, and what happens is that I believe if I, if I make sure if I'm noticing, I think that uh Kasura drops his hat, <laughs> and and then Kasura get bending down to get it, and then Kasura's like, oh, let me get it for you. He's like, and then he passes he passes up to Kasura. He's like, oh, thank you. He, they and they look up at each other. Oh yeah, but they bump heads first, and then they have like amnesia. Right. What happens is that he got they both get kicked in the head, but but like what happens is that every time he meets a person with the Shishin Gumi, they have like a five second stare down. That's that's odd. Like I don't I don't know why Kondo just never thinks about he like he's always so freaked out every time. I mean, why I guess I, I guess out? I can't blame I can't I guess I can't blame him. He but he's always freaked out whenever he sees Katra because he doesn't expect him. But at the same time, he never thinks. Hey, this is my chance to arrest him. Right, it's like they have that five seconds of stare down, and all of a sudden he's like, they say, you know, you just see Kasper running, and then Kasper's like, get back here! It <laughs> I'm like, you it have a chance. It happens at least three times. Right, he, and he doesn't do it with, the, he doesn't just do it with Kondo, it's more, he does it more with Kondo, but I think he'll do it with Hijikale and Okita as well. <laughs> like, he literally will have like a stare down with them, and like, they had to take moments to like realize who, the, who each other is. <laughs> And they're like, oh, crap. Um, and speaking of disguises, he's a pretty damn good cross-dresser. Yeah, okay, this episode, guys, or episode, when he actually cross-dresses as a girl. And because, of freaking, and because of his freaking hair, it looks freaking good. <laughs> he puts, uh, he puts some of my friends to shame. Right, guys, he puts, I'm a girl, he put me to shame. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> huh. Like, I just, I got mad. I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, guys. When you guys see, like, when you guys see Crossdress Kasura, it's, oh my goodness. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm going to, I think I kind of prefer Crossdressing Gintoki, though. <laughs> you know, he looks more like a man. It's it's the pigtails, it's the it's the pigtails. I don't know what it is. You are you have a fetish about pigtails? No, I learned they, something new about you. They look like giant pom poms, and they like I just I want to play with them. I want to just like <laughs> rip them off and then oh shake them around like a cheerleader. Guys, did that just guys? Did what he just said? Did that not remind you of, of a scene from Azuma Daya? <laughs> Assuming that any of them have seen it, which I'm sure they have. 
And they have, that he just said, I bet a bunch of you just remember Azuma Dio. <laughs> and immediately was like, like, the scene where she tore off her ponytails. <laughs> like, oh, like, but yeah. I'm not a fan of, of Project of Kentucky. That's weird. <laughs> because what Kentucky does is that he doesn't just put pigtails on. He has these weird watermelons for boobs. <laughs> that was one time. One time. Come no, on. it's like a comic gag, dude. That was literally one time. What that was no. Yoshiwara. No, there's an episode when they're talk when they were making fun of a game and there's cross dresser Gintoki in it and he's like scratching up his his arms and his and the first thing he knows are these two giant boo like watermelons right there. I don't remember, but uh, I have to show you the picture. Uh but there's also guys, there is some there is a okay, I wanna tell you about Okay, this is my first, this is the first episode, this is the Wii episode, but this, this what made me fall in love with Kasura, the first thing, when I first saw him. Because at first I was like, okay, but what he did is that he dressed up as Mario. Oh, the reveal for that is so good. The reveal for that was amazing. I was not suspecting it. And they fucking used the sound effects from the game. First first time I saw that, I literally fucking fell to the floor. Hey guys, when I first saw that, I immediately became a Cosmos fan. I was like, no, I'm in love with this guy. I'm in love. It's hands down. Because <laughs> honestly, when I first saw him, guys, in the, in the beginning of the episode, I thought he was just another bland character that I was not going to be interested in. But that reveal killed me. And a little off topic, I guess, but I fucking love how Hijikata asked for his autograph. Right, guys, that's the best so part. Apparently he's so freaking good at disguises that even if the Shishigumi can't recognize him, but guys, what's messed up about this design, about his costume, is that his hair is still down. <laughs> it's It's kind of like, it's kind of like how in Superman, where like, where, like, nobody can figure out that Clark Kent is really Superman. Yeah, all Clark does is put on a pair of glasses. It, like, and a suit. It's kind of like that, how you know it's Katsura, but everybody else is too stupid to realize. Sometimes sometimes Shinpachi knows. Well, all the time Shinpachi knows it's Katsura. Right, he's like, Shin, he's like, Katsura, why? <laughs> like, he's the one that is automatically like, why? <laughs> but it was really funny. Because, <laughs> like, when I thought he was going to do that, I was like, wow. Okay, you know what? Actually, forget <laughs> Rapper Katsura. I like Mario Katsura. So this is where I get into another debate with, with Colton, and I say, hi, your character fell for a phony disguise. Oh, shut up. Everybody falls for it except for Shinpachi. <laughs> well, Okita shouldn't say anything. <laughs> well, Okita fell for Elizabeth's disguise. Well, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth is supposed to be known for disguises. No, no, he's not. Katsura is. No, Elizabeth is the most randomest crap. I was okay with that. That's a freaking animal. Yeah, but it's even it's even worse with Elizabeth. See, okay, see you guys. This is what happens when we have Okita and Hijikai related topics. But uh. But back on Katsura. <laughs> he's also very good at being on standby. Okay, guys, I can't really say much about this because I haven't I, seen this I really, yet. I really wish I could remember what episode they 
they reveal this in, but we do find out later that there are certain episodes um, in the series where Katra, while, while shit's going down, Katra will just be hiding. He'll just be hiding with, like, a disguise on or something, just ready to, like, do do his do his bit or something. I don't know. But he just, he's on standby. He's, he's, origami he's, sitting, samurai. he's sitting there. Yeah. No, it's origami cyclone. Oh, I was close. Shut up. Yeah, but I guess he's kind of like Origami Cyclone, where he's kind of in the background, just waiting. But except Katsura, I guess never, never um, follows up with it. I don't know. But poor guy. Like it's it's especially bad in like Courtesan of a Nation, as I'm sure most people who are listening to listening to this probably know that. Courtesan of a Nation is definitely an arc where Katsura should have been involved because, you know, Shoyo-sensei's involved. And even he's like, Shoyo-sensei was involved. Why wasn't I involved? <laughs> if he's my sensei too, guys, come on. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And, like, literally, we find out, like, three or four episodes later that he's been he's been just kind of sitting there um, under the location, and apparently he got stuck, and, uh, poor, poor, poor Katsura. Oh, poor baby. And, and, you know, now that I think about it, he wasn't in the, uh, gender swap arc, either. He wasn't? Nope, nope, perfect, perfect fucking opportunity, wasted. Oh, that would've been great. <laughs> gender swap Katsura would've been great. I'm, I don't, I, I want to know what Katsuru was doing while all that shit was going down. Oh no, he probably was eating, he probably was, so, he probably was visiting Ikumasu, probably. Oh man, I could just imagine him like walking down the street, and then like, what, and then that beam shoots down, and then everybody switches genders, and then he just looks at himself like, oh, looks like I'm Zoraco today, and then he just fucking, just does, and then he just does whatever. Yeah, like, he probably Like it's normal. Be. He probably was. He probably just looked down. He probably like looked down. And was like, "Huh, I'm actually a real girl." Okay. <laughs> it's, it's no different from Zorako's usual routine, I guess. Nah, 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 nah. Right. He's like, he probably freak out a little bit, guys. He probably freak out a little bit because he's again, he just turned to a girl. <laughs> I think. I think. I think he'd be a little slow on the uptake. Right. He'd probably be like, "Oh, I guess I'm." He'd probably like say like, "Oh, I guess I'm Zorako." And then, like, once he actually sat down, and he, like, looked at, like, and he, like, this is Ikumatsu, and realizes that she's a, he's a guy, she's a guy, and he's like, what? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, he, probably, he probably thinks that he just put on a costume, but when he sees Ikumatsu, he's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. If, he, if Ikumatsu's a guy, then that means, uh-oh. Right, he probably, he probably asked her all questions, like, who are you? You're not Ikumasu. Who are you? Who am I? And who are you? <laughs> it's like doing like that real day. They like he like freaking he realizes what happened. He's like no. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I forgot. Uh, I uh, forgot to mention that Katsura likes to play Uno. Yay! So, <laughs> I didn't actually know that about him. And we yeah we find out later that he likes to play Uno. Yay! We can play together. It's a, I'm very competitive. I'm not playing with you. Okay, guys. Like Colton just found out that me and another friend of ours are very competitive. Like he didn't know about this, 
until we told him, like, when, we, when me and this specific friend, well, we call him Chris, when me and Chris play, we become so competitive, like, it's like us playing poker. We get very, we get very, very competitive. Huh. Like, if, like, if one of us finally finished, we'll know we're like, yeah, what now? <laughs> like, we're gonna be, like, celebrating as if we, like, won the Super Bowl. We're like, yeah, what, what? Oh, you know what? It just hit me that I cannot believe we didn't mention this first, but, and it doesn't have to do with anything, but it's kind of important that Gintoki likes to refer to Katsura as Zura. Zura. Which is, which is strangely it's, cute. It's cute, but guys, this is, this is why, this is what makes his, Katsura's calling cards. It wasn't the disguises, it wasn't Elizabeth, or it wasn't a bomb. It was him saying, it's not blank, it's Kasra. Yeah. That is his trademark. It's his, it's, it's his trademark. It's his, it's probably one of the best gags in the entire series. Right. Anybody who says his name, even when you say his name that he tells you to tell him, to call him by, he will correct you on it. <laughs> like, there was a time when he actually told a news lady to call him by, I don't know, let's say Captain Kasra. No, it was Kason. Yeah, he, he literally told her to call him, call him Kason. She calls him Kason, and he literally says, it's not Kason, it's Kasura. <laughs> Even when you try to give him a fucking alias, he still messes it up. Right? It, like, she even called him by his last name. She even told him, she's like, no, don't call me that. Call me Kasura. <laughs> it is bad. I'm like, it, it's so funny. It's one of the best gags in the show. <sighs> You know, you know what? I just had a thought. I wonder if Ikumatsu calls him Zura. You know what's funny? That if she did, he probably wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I I would be pretty shocked. He probably doesn't say anything. He probably just like, huh? <laughs> He'd be like, for you, baby, anything. Right? He's probably just like, I won't say anything because I like you. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I cannot. Probably, okay. I can't, no, I was gonna say I can't believe we didn't bring that up first. I'm ashamed. It's a little last thing on our mind. <laughs> but yeah, guys. When Kazura I think he only make an exception for Ikamasu because because honestly guys, that's like a big that's like one of the biggest not much of the biggest pairing, but that's one of a good that's a good pairing that I that I was just like when I first saw that episode, I was like to be together. We support Katsura and Ikumatsu on this podcast. We do. We do. Because, <laughs> guys, we're not... Because we, I'm not the person that ships Yaoi together. I don't do that. Yeah. I don't ship Yaoi. So, what happens is that when I first saw Katsura and I saw them together, I'm like, oh, they need to be together. <laughs> huh. Actually, there's another gag that I like that comes up later. How, um, when, when, we, when we get introduced to Kubei, and she starts kind of fucking around with the group. How um, how Katsura starts to feel like um, that Kubei and him are very similar. I didn't, did not know this. Remember, it was in the it was in the character popularity poll arc. Oh right, when they're fighting against each other. Yeah, and Katsura's like, "We're too different. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. We can't have the same character." Which. I don't really, th- I don't really think they do. I think it's just Katsura being him. Katsura. <laughs> like, there's, there's literally, there's, and I love it how, um, 
there's a scene in an arc that uh, that I really want to show Jasmine sometime from uh, the from the Ryugu arc, where um, basically they all get trapped on an island. Uh, uh, Gintoki, Kagura, Shinpachi, Otai, Kyube, and Hasegawa, I think. And, like, they all think they're all alone on the island, and then they start doing weird shit, and then we all get to see them do their weird shit, and then Katra's last, and he's, like, doing a combination of everybody's weird shit. <laughs> because he can't come up with his own thing, apparently. And Gintoki's like, what the fuck are you doing? This doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> you ruined it, Katra. Oh. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> you're you're gonna love that when we get to that, by the way. Okay. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, you hear me like you hear me cracking up. I'm very sorry. It's just that uh, everything gets so related. It cracks me up. Uh, so and then, and then hear Colton rants about it sometimes as to the comedy of it. Like how he like how he made a giant rant about a tank going by. Fuck you! Shut up. <laughs> Go to that kill me every time. Don't start with me. <laughs> this is this is a this is a special episode. This oh, has goodness. nothing to do with this. <laughs> Guys, <clears throat> he killed me with that. That was a rant that kept me laughing for a good five minutes. <laughs> I'm sure they listened to that episode. Oh my god, that cracked me up so bad. But I, I really, I really like that little gag where Katsura, like they literally fight over it again later, at least a few times. I, I think it's a pretty good gag. Well, it's funny that Kyube is nothing like Katsura. That's the funny thing about it, though. Well, I don't know. I mean, I can kind of see it in the way because Kyube can be kind of deadpan, monotone sometimes. She isn't like that all the time, though. Like, I see, I can see how she, like, when she literally is, when we, like, like, it's weird. When she, like, first shows up in the show, I could definitely see how they're both similar because they both show the exact same expression. They're both the typical, you know, we're, we're always stoic warriors and we don't show any other emotion other than stoic. Right, but she shows a little bit more emotion as the show go, as the episode goes on, while Katsura stays exactly the same. And she's not as dumb as Katsura either. Or she uses more common sense than he does. <laughs> Except when it comes to Otai. Yeah. Oh my dear God! Don't get me started on the on that. Don't get me. Just don't get me started because, oh y'all, I don't like her. <laughs> uh, but I think we should uh. Well, I mean, I guess we kind of already talked about it, but, uh... But... We... I would... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I think, uh... I think it's safe to assume, like we just said five minutes ago, we we both like Katsura and Ikumatsu as a couple kind of thing. Yeah. I don't... I, some, you guys watched that specific episode. Something about that episode adds just... You're just like, aww... I really wish I read that one arc in the manga that just got done recently before we read this, or before we started doing this, because that probably would have added a bit to the conversation, but still. I, I hear I hear Ikumatsu comes back in the manga, but I haven't actually read that arc. I've read spoilers. Aww. I've read spoilers about it, though, and I kind of know what happens, but I'm 
I'm waiting till I either decide to actually read the manga full on, or I wait for it to get animated, which I'm sure it will. Just probably not not in the next year or so. But I can't wait to read that or watch it or whatever because I hear I hear it's a nice sentimental little arc that uh, I, I think Intoki actually literally asked Katsura if if he's slept with her, and it's what? pretty pretty great, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. You know, Gintoki would totally do something like that. He's like, uh, he probably has. Uh. No one, guys, no one Kastra. He probably has. No one in their relationship. I don't know, I'm, I think Kastra would be too dumb to realize it's happening. Yeah, what I think is that, now that I think about it, honestly, guys, I think he'd be that kind of guy that I respect, like, if I like a woman, I respect her. I think that's how he. I think that's how he goes about upon things. Probably. So he probably won't even touch Ikamasu unless she gives the okay. Mm, probably. Or even when she gives the okay, he's like, "I want to marry you." So to do that, probably. Who knows? I think Katsura would be shy. Yeah, I think he'd be more shy to do it. He'd be like, "Ah, <laughs> let's wait a second. <laughs> he probably the one that's like. He probably be the one like even if she gave him the okay. She probably like he probably be like I'm gonna wait until I marry you. Knowing his overactive imagination, he'd probably come up with a whole scenario. Right, he probably like I just want like he probably once once he even gave him the okay, he probably he's probably like okay I have like a, a canopy bed, I have the floor, and I have a trail of rose petals, have champ have some some. He probably he probably be like I have a soldier on the side. <laughs> <laughs> he probably who knows he probably is thinking all this. He's like, and then have candles lit. He's probably thinking of the whole romantic. He's probably thinking like the whole nine yards if she even says he's okay. But then he has to add something weird to it. Yeah, he has to add something. Yeah, he he has to add something weird. He probably he probably would just be like have Elizabeth sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> or who knows? He probably do something weird like that. He probably have like Cosmo. He probably have like Elizabeth on standby just in case something goes wrong. <laughs> something. And then, like, and then, like, once he plans, and then when, like, the whole scenario plays out, like, or trying to play out, like, you see, like, Elizabeth, like, peeking into the room, like, okay. <laughs> like, who knows? He probably would do some crap like that. It's, it's Katsura. But, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about, actually, um, Katsura's roles in other arcs, actually. Because uh, I noticed that. I mean, not that Katra's not an important character, he fought in the fucking war, but I noticed that other than Benny Zakura, he doesn't, as far as I've seen, he doesn't have a lot of importance in other arcs. Like, other than Benny Zakura, the only other arc I could think of would be maybe the Ryugu arc to an extent, and then maybe the uh, Kintama arc later. Definitely Benny Zakura, he was important, because, you know, that was... That's when we got introduced... We got full introduction, not full introduction. We, we kind of we got the second um, viewing of Tagasugi, and what we all figured out is that Tagasugi, Katsura, and Gitoki have been knowing know each other since they were kids. Um. So that was so. Of course, Katsura had to kind of be there. Except it still sucks. He wasn't in Courtesan of a Nation, but still. Um. Yeah, that, I think that's that's the arc where we really find out what what really happened to the three of them. Uh, you know, like that they 
that they lost the same person that they all at least had some kind of respect for, some more than others, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, big time. And, like, we still don't know what the heck happened to Takasugi. Like, guys, I'm not a big fan of Takasugi. Like, I really don't care for him. But I'm still left with a complete dark about that character. What I like about Katsura is that he could have become a Takasugi-like character, but it's thanks to Gintoki that... It's because of Gintoki that he doesn't, and that, you know... Yes! Oh, my gosh. It's because he sees how Gintoki can still, you know, go on knowing that, you know, that the world that he lives in took his, you know, took his possible important father figure away. And, you know, when he sees Gintoki like that, it kind of gives Katsura hope and it kind of gives him, um, it kind of, again, it makes him have a change of heart, you know, and, you know, tries to be more, um, be more of a pacifist and go about things in a very non-violent way, whereas Takasugi just is just basically kind of like the Joker. He just wants chaos until until the until quote unquote the beast inside him starts stops howling or some or whatever he says. Yeah, Katsura definitely had potential to become a lot like Takasugi, Ooh, but he had so much time to do it. <laughs> but. But it's thanks to Gintoki that he had a change of heart, and again now he's more he's he's a lot more pacifistic about how he goes about his uh, about his rebellion and everything. He and he doesn't run the risk of just killing innocent people while he kills all these Amanto. Not even that. Like now, basically, like like Kasura before he kind of got a change of heart, he was like he was like in dead center of Kentucky and Takasugi, like, he had a lot of potential. Because he's good with bombs. So he had a lot of potential to become a Takasugi. Yeah. A lot of potential. Like, guys, he, like, if somebody, like, popped him over the deep end one more time, he could have became a Takasugi. Like, all somebody had to do was just knock him over the deep end once. But... I think what happened is that he was more stable than than Takasugi though he was, but but I think what happened is that I wouldn't really count Gitoki for knocking him off the deep, like keeping him on the safe route. I'm just saying I think he kept. I think basically Gitoki just kept him from doing what he was doing overall. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I mean he had a lot of potential to become a Takasugi, like, uh, but I think he had to be pushed one more time off a of deep end to become a Takazuki. It's, yeah, but I'm saying it's thanks to Gintoki that Katsura didn't, even if, no, you know, no matter no matter if he did it on purpose or not, you know. Like, to me, I don't see it that way. I see it that Takazuki was already, not, whoa, Takazuki, um, Katsura was already um, stable enough. He was already very stable. He just didn't like the Amato. I he, think, no, I just, that's why I think, I think he was just stable, and he was very stable already. I think what happened, I think he just had to be pushed one more time. Not as in him killing a random person, like, just him, like, kind of like how Takasugi probably got pushed on the end, but kind of like that. I think he needs to pass something like that happen to him to be pushed off the edge again. But even then, he might be still stable, because he seems like a very stable boy. Uh, you think about it. But, yeah, obviously, Katsura has a pretty big role in Benizakura, and that's, and that's fine and all, but 
again, I can't think of other arcs where he actually, where Katra has a direct role. Like, I guess Ryugu, uh, the Ryugu arc, he definitely kind of has a role in, um, in helping Gintoki, um, helping him, um, fixing whatever's going down. I'm being vague because I don't want to completely spoil Jasmine on the arc, but, um, I'm not sure, I don't think Katra does anything direct, but he still, he still ha he still puts in his two cents about, you know, whatever's going on, and I think it's, uh, Katra actually is a little wise in that arc, I think, but, uh, honestly, what he did, what he, what he does and says in Ryuku doesn't compare to, you know, he doesn't do much else more in Kintama, but in Kintama, I think he had a, bigger role because um because obviously the thing is is that you know we have this Kentucky looking look-alike trying to take over his life and the show and you know obviously everybody uh we do find out later that they're all kind of under some they're all under some kind of hypnosis where um they all forgot about Kentucky and they he King Toki makes everybody think that he's been the guy all along that they've shared the, this, the, these many experiences with, basically erasing Gintoki from existence. And But sooner or later, that effect kind of wears off on, on some of the people that Gintoki's come to know, uh, including Katsura. And there's a, there's a really cool scene where um, after... Uh, I don't, I don't want to be too specific about what goes on just for the sake of Jasmine, honestly, but, uh, Katsura does have a great scene where he starts to doubt King Toki because King Toki isn't acting the way that he thinks he usually acts because, uh, you know, he doesn't think of Gintoki as Gintoki, he's thinking as Kintoki. I know that sounds really, really confusing, but, um, but he's basically noticing, because Kintoki starts to act um different from our from from our Gintoki cuz yeah he's supposed to be a lookalike of Gintoki but he acts differently he's a bit more spiteful a bit more uh um he's a bit more of a dick and not in a good way like he's like he's vengeful oh god like like cold to show me a scene like from that from that arc it, oh my god, guys. Like, he does stuff like, you know, trying to hit on Tama and stuff. But, oh, but, being, really, like, but being really creepy about it, too. Um, not but, even that, like, but, what he almost did to Tama was bad. But, uh, I, I just like it how Katra notices that, hey, something's amiss. And then he thinks back to, you know, what he and Gintoki promised during Benizakura that, hey, you know... Don't ever change Gintoki because I don't want to have to fight you because that's going to take a lot of effort. And then, you know, obviously Gintoki's like, yeah, I'll, uh, if you ever change Katsura, I'll be the first to strike you down, which I love it how he has a flashback to that, to that scene, and I really like that, that Benizakura comes into this arc. I wouldn't think it would, but I like it how they include that because that, I think that kind of sheds a little light on, on kind of Gintoki and uh, Katsura's relationship, how, you know, obviously they're really good friends and, you know, 
um, how they're willing to um, how they're willing to uh, change each other if they notice you know they're acting differently how they how they kind of look out for each other a bit and uh, I just like it that Katsura is part of the group that's standing up for Gintoki when everybody else thinks he's the bad guy and yeah. I, I always think I always thought that was really really touching honestly because it shows how much Katsura I think really cares for Gintoki but um so so he does have a he does have a role in that arc but other than those three arcs it's a shame cuz he doesn't have much of a direct role in most arcs in the series unfortunately because again the joke is he's on standby so um i i wouldn't be surprised if all those times he's on standby he comes in and um unbeknownst to the readers or the viewers that um he manages to have an important role in something and i i think that's how it's gonna, how that's going to play out probably but i also realized something else about Kasura. what he's actually a very good strategist oh yeah yeah he is he 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 knows how to uh he knows how to plan shit out like again he faked his own fucking death Right, that crap takes a lot of effort. Um, and I mean, he managed to pull one over Takasugi, so, and, um, so I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and on top of that, like, this dude is a terrorist. He knows how to strategize. If you're a terrorist, you have to learn how to strategize. You have to learn how to be sneaky and stuff. Right, so it works in his favor. Um... But uh, I, I wish I wish Katsura was more important in other arcs. I wish he had more of a role. But I'm sure his time will come. I mean, he's he he's had a lot of time to shine in Betty Zakura, that's for sure. But I I want to see more of I want to see more of that Katsura. I believe we will. In due time, he'll 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 have his uh, again he'll have his time to shine. I believe in Sarachi, but um. Okay, I think uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm, I what I like to do is I like to I like to look back on like how characters relate to how characters interact with other characters. Like obviously, you know he he likes to he he bickers a lot with Gintoki because you know they're just like that. Um, I think he I think he definitely I think he definitely cares about Shinpachi and Kagura because. I think he's aware of the kind of bond that the three of them share. Yeah. Um, and then, um, obviously he has a thing with Ikumatsu, obviously. Obviously. It's so obvious, guys. And, you know, again, his thing with Kyubei, all that, which you wouldn't expect, but it makes for some pretty good gags. It's almost as bad as that one character... You know what I'm talking about? The, um, the one that everybody thinks is good with Okita because they're both kind of like sadists. No, I don't know. The one that has those donuts. Oh, Nobume. Yeah, her. The one that's a sadist. <laughs> they could probably get together, I guess. No, a lot of people, a lot, I see a lot of people put them together. I'm like, I don't see it because... You, that's because you need to see more of them in action. Yeah, like, guys, so far I only see two things, 
of them seeing two clips. One where they were fighting, and they said some really great crap to each other when they were fighting. I was like, you guys are going to be like the couple that just like fights and that's, that that's, doing it. That's how they show each other's love. Right, they're gonna be like that couple that fights and they say some really awful things to each other, and then like once like in the middle of the fight, they start like they like drop everything and start doing it. You know what's you know what's funny about that is I think both actors for those characters are married. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so I'm sure that makes for some pretty good in jokes. Um, right, and you know what I find funny? I bet I bet I bet they fight, and then then when they when they find out they have to, they have to um. They have to actually act out the same, those two characters in the exact same scene. I bet they're like lay out all their anger. Um, my favorite interaction with uh, Katra actually is um, there's a little scene in Kintama where um, they've all forgotten about Gintoki, and um, they're all like trying. I don't know because apparently Gintoki does stuff in the arc, because people have forgotten about him, obviously, and he's been trying to do these stunts to make people remember him, but, and then after certain events unfold, everybody starts to feel nostalgic, and they start to feel like something's missing, and uh, Katsura and Hasegawa start talking to each other for some reason, <laughs> and Katsura's like, remember there were times where we could laugh together, and then Hasegawa's literally, dude, we've I, I don't think I've ever even talked to you. Who who are you? <laughs> which which I thought was funny because they were together kind of in the Ryugu arc, but I think that was about it. So I don't blame Hasegawa for not remembering Katsura. Like the only time they ever seen each other was in like the hospital arc. Oh uh, yeah, where uh, I didn't. Oh yeah, that's right. Katsura was in the hospital. I forgot why, but still, yeah, I remember that episode. But they didn't even talk to each other. <laughs> That's true. I don't think they've ever really actually talked to each other at all. And, and e even when they are together in the same episode or arc, I don't think they've ever actually spoken to each other. Yeah, they probably, like, gained up on one another with everybody else, but otherwise they're just like, who are you? <laughs> so, I like it. Katra can, Katra's kind of like Kagura in a sense, where Katra can just talk to anybody and it kind of works. He's like me. Well, I could, he's like me. Because, guys, you know, what I do is that if I want to have a random conversation, I can say one thing, and that person's like, oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, actually, um, char a character, um, character interactions that I like, even though they're very few and far between, are the interactions kind of between Kondo and Kat Katsura also. Oh yeah, those are always they so don't, fucked up. When they don't know is each other talking. Especially the conversation they have during the uh, um, cat's ear episode. Oh, uh, I don't remember that conversation in the cat's ear episode. Remember they were talking on the internet. Oh right, <laughs> Mister Mister Fruit Punch Fruit Samurai. Punch Samurai. <laughs> oh, I guess another disguise, guys. That's another disguise he uses. He is de he puts fruit fruit punch in right, and that's also with that with his trademark comes into play because in that episode, Shimpachi is asking for advice on what to do on a date, and then and then Kasura comes up say, with with his username fruit fruit punch samurai and he's giving him information, and then Shimpachi's like, okay, so what should I do, fruit punch samurai? And he literally says, 
is not fruit punch samurai, it's Kasura. Oh man, I fluff that episode so much. And what? And then we find out is that there's a, they do an up panel because he because okay because Shippuden's freaking out, so they do an up panel and Kasura is sitting right next to him. Are you sure that's it? No, did were they sitting right next to each other? Were they sitting in the same region? I I think they're I, I you know actually yeah, I think he might have been sitting in that same cafe. Yeah, I think they were sitting in the exact same cafe, not like right next to him, but they were all in the exact same cafe. That was like what? Not not, not condo. Yeah, Kanda, we don't know what the heck Kanda was. He was at the but, Shins, he was at the Shinsengumi headquarters. Yeah, like they had an argument. <laughs> oh my goodness, the com- the argument that 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 uh, Kondo and Kazura had was hilarious. And then and then Sachan comes into the mix and starts sending out chain mail or something, and then right, she starts sending out like you don't send it to thirty days. <laughs> So you know, since the thirty people, and then they're die. like, "Oh fuck, let's work together." Type, 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 type. <laughs> right? Like they like Kazura and like uh, they were like, "Hey, hey, we just split this down the middle." <laughs> it was really funny, guys. Let's meet up in person, and I'll give you a fruit salad. Right? They're like, "I'll give you a fruit salad if you do." It was messed up that guys that actually met in person. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened after that. Based, no, because they didn't know it with each other, so he's like. Like so, they're looking around for each other. No, I mean, no, then, I, no, I mean after, I mean after they freak out. Yeah, after they freak out, we don't know what that happened. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, that was a good episode. I gotta watch that again. So uh, I think last thing I want to talk about is uh, is if we have any favorite episodes with Katra at all. And yeah. There aren't a lot. There aren't a lot of Katsura-centric episodes at all. Like, he's always, like, like I said, that guy, he's the gag, he's the, like, the gag guy of the show. Besides Yamazaki. He's, Katsura's, and, Katsura's more or less comedic relief. Yeah, like, when there's, such, when there's a situation that's somewhat serious, he's the guy that literally shows up at pure random. Oh wait! Actually, hold on. Wait, hold, wait, wait, hold on. Before before we get to that, um, another favorite thing, favorite gag of Katsura's that I really like is that he'll look injured, and then he'll have the stupidest reason why he's been injured. I don't remember this. Remember in the character popularity poll arc where he's all bloodied, and then, and then, I he says something. He's explaining how. But we see him like riding a bicycle through like a lion's den. Yeah. <laughs> I, like when they had a thought bubble above, above his head, and he's riding a bicycle, he's going to the zoo. <laughs> and then, and I'm not, not mean like guys. I don't mean him like going up, along the track like a person supposed to play along the sidewalk like a person supposed to be. I mean, he's going through cages. <laughs> and Shinpachi's like, "What the fuck are you that stupid?" <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> what made you think that'd be okay to ride a freaking bicycle in a lion's den? Um, alright, but uh, I don't know if I had to pick an episode featuring Katra. It's it's kind of hard to decide. I kind of really like the Ikumatsu episode. I think, I think we all do because it shows a bunch of 
it shows something a little bit more. A little, it shows more substance to Kasura than what we've seen so far. Yeah, that's true. Because guys, we see them because because when, when that when that mini arc hap, or I call it mini arc, but he's in the episode. It is just an episode. I mean, yeah, but I still need to call it arc. Well, <laughs> and, you're, and you're using that word wrong, and I don't know what to tell you. Whatever. But anyway, um, it gives him more substance because at that point in time, we just see him as a guy that knows Kentucky and is a gag man. That's all we know him by. And he's just an idiot. Yeah, that's all we see. When that when that episode came along, we get to see yeah. even more of that. Yeah, we can see much more of him be an idiot and a gag man. Mister, but we actually, Mister, hello, I'm Santa Claus. Yeah, but oh, that that was a messed up gag. But but what happens is that we get to see a lot more substance to him because this is when we find out that he actually is very caring and loving and very protective of the people he finds gives to him. That's true. And then and then we find out a very new nick. We find a brand new nickname that we had never heard before from I, him. I guess some people call him the Nobleman of Fury or something. And I had no idea where the heck that came from, guys. I'm thinking this came from the war. We talked about it last night. I'm like, this had to come from the war. It Either that or it could have come after the war. Yeah, I'm like, this either had to become had to become had to either start from the war or when he became a terrorist. It had to be one of those two things. There's no way he could just randomly shout that out. I I don't know where that came from, but it's I don't know. It's like a it's like a I don't know. I I'd have to choose between either Ikumatsu or like the last episode of Benny Zakra. It's so hard, guys. Cause like the beginning of because the, the beginning and the ending of of the Benny Zakra arc are freakishly amazing. Cause he ends up dying. Then the last episode, he is coming back. I mean, Katsura does a Katsura actually fights a lot at the end of that episode because he's fighting side by side with Gintoki, which is honestly probably one of my favorite fights in the series. Yeah, but oh my goodness! Actually, okay, this is random. This is really random because I really thought I just thought about this. What? But has anybody else looked at looked at short hair Katsura and immediately thought of Yamazaki? I've seen people say that they've uh, when the first time they see Katsura with long hair, they think it's a new character. <laughs> like, when you look, because when short hair Katsura, when he comes along, I immediately think of, I immediately think of Yamazaki. I don't know why. I think it's because of the random long strands of hair on the side. Probably. And and his hair, his hair being spiked at the bottom because of, being, because of it being chopped off. <laughs> Because you look at, because guys, you look at Yamazaki's hair, it's spiked at the bottom. Okay. And you notice that? It's spiked at the bottom. No, I noticed. Yeah, and like, his hair is really weird. Like, he has like these weird, these weird side bangs that aren't even as long as Kazura's, but they like stop at his ear. Um, I don't know, what, what would you, what would be your favorite episode with Katsura in it if you have one? I don't think I have one. I honestly don't think I have one. But I guess if I have to choose, I guess it'll be the Ikamasu episode. Because well, honestly, I haven't seen him in a lot of episodes that are just well, he's been featured in. Well, 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 hold on, hold on. What about the news special? Or the or the driving test episode? Okay, yeah. Those, okay, those are coming fresh in my mind now. Okay, if I had to choose, it would definitely be the news special. 
That one, that one's pretty good. I like the new special. That actually kind of had me, guys. Honestly, had me rolling. That was that was a really good one. That one deserves an honorable mention. Oh, like he went to a whole new world. He went to a whole new set of of no common sense. He went to a whole new level. Fucking running on the roof from the Shinsugumi and jumping off the roof <laughs> and to no freaking like he didn't even have a backup plan. He just jumped off the roof. <laughs> he's like he's like don't worry, we'll land safely. <laughs> and, like, and of course, because she's scared because the news reporter is scared for her freaking life. She's like, what are you talking about? There's nothing under us. <laughs> He had a freaking like he had, and it was messed up is that he actually had like a weird parachute that was shaped with Elizabeth, just like in Benny Zakra. Right. I'm like, what the? No, no, no. In Benny Zakra, that was an actual Elizabeth parachute. Yeah, like an but, actual but it, like. But 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 in fucking that episode, he uses Elizabeth as a parachute. <laughs> right. I was like, what? Because look what happens that they're falling, and Elizabeth like. I don't know. I th- I believe Elizabeth jumps down, or has or has been falling. I don't know. And he like grabs hold of Elizabeth and like holds her above him, <laughs> and then he starts floating downward. Damn. And he's like hold. And like of course, because I'm freaking out. They're holding like the cameraman and the and the and the news reporter are holding onto him. And he's like, let me go. <laughs> and she's like. And they're like, I'm not gonna let go. I'm not gonna freaking die. Okay, but okay, you pick new special. I pick Ikumatsu and Benny Zakura because I can't just choose one. Yeah, I honestly, he's not in a lot of show, a lot of episodes. Because if he is, it's only for like five minutes. He doesn't have a lot of his own episodes. Not even that. Like even when he's featured in the episode, just to be, just be there, it's only for like five minutes. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure he'll he'll have his time to shine because Katsura is truly an enigma. It's like he's important. He's an important character. Don't get me wrong. Just just he, not just not right now. Yeah, right now he's just kind of like eh. He's kind of like, huh huh. I'm a fugitive, but I'm gonna walk out without a disguise because I'm stupid. Yeah, but. He is. He's gonna be very important later on, guys. I'm sure he is. Yeah, he's gonna do something. And we're all gonna be like, "What?" Uh, I guess with that, all that out of the way, I guess it's time to read our emails because we got emails. It was a pretty short notice, but I begged people on Twitter to send us emails. So, and we got them. Keyword. Keyword. Begged. I even had a timer set up and everything because some people don't know when we stop accepting emails and the timer actually really helped a lot. I'm going to use that a lot more often. Uh, but I'm going to read this first one here from, uh, San 2007 times one, uh, with, uh, with her thoughts on Zura. Uh, let's see. San says Zura is easily mistaken as a female. Imagine my surprise when the fan service video came out and he wasn't wearing a bra. <laughs> I guess she thought, yeah, Katsura was a girl. I don't blame her. Uh, anyways, I think Katsura was more serious earlier in the series. I have a feeling something broke along the way. No shit. 
Oh yeah, he was very serious at the beginning, beginning of the series. That is that is the understatement of the year. <laughs> I think he kind of broke into insanity in a funny way. <laughs> Not like unlike Takasugi, where he broke out in a bad way. Right. I think Kazuo just broke out of insanity the funny way when when insanity is hilarious. Oh yeah. But I think Takasuki was just like, I want to kill everyone. And and uh, Katra's like, I'm silly and wacky. Not really, I'm a serious samurai. But I do silly and wacky things. I, I don't know. Um, Jasmine, how about you uh, read our first uh, email from... Uh, from uh, I'm not even going to pretend I know what the fuck his Twitter name is. Oh, KB24FMVP. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... He actually has a lot of things he's written about um, Gintama. I mean, about Katsura. He listed... Really he, he sent us a list. Yeah, he sent us a list. <laughs> and he says... I'm reading his entire list. I'm reading his entire list. His, number one, his hair is magnificent. Yes. Two, immune to disease. That's true. Uh, from that one episode where he turned into Will Smith. I cannot believe we didn't bring that up until now. <laughs> but I haven't seen the episode, so hey. You know, actually, that's my favorite disguise. I actually never seen that disguise. I mean, I haven't seen that episode, so. I've shown you a clip. Show me a clip, but I actually want to see the action. I want to see the. I want. I just want to see the full episode, is what I'm saying. There's not much other than what I showed you in the clip, honestly, but, uh, yeah. I still want to see everything. I'll show you it next time you come over now. Read the rest of his list. <laughs> well, like, number three, did I mention his magnificent hair? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> number four, Rhythm Headcanon. Ikimasu has more characteristics of his mother or mo- motherly figure. I could actually see that happening, maybe. That's not too off base. Hmm. I was going to figure out, did we even mention his mother? No, not at all. I don't think so. It's did they even mention it? No, it's... If they do, it's probably kind of like when Gintoki says stuff like, oh, my mommy never t- told me not to talk to strangers. Like, he just... Like, he says that kind of stuff to be a jackass because we know he's an orphan. Yeah, but, like, I don't know about Katsura. I don't think Katsura's ever actually mentioned anything about his mother at all. And if he did, he would, he probably meant it, um, uh, meant it as a figure of speech. Yeah, so, I don't know. This is me being, I guess, taking it too literal. But, <laughs> but, number five, he makes one good-looking female, and that is so freaking true. Yep. Sorry, Jasmine. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You got I, some... I, already, I already admit it. I already admit that he put me to shame. You got some competition, Jasmine. Oh, you guys hear that? That's proof that he might be gay. Don't give me. I love you. Shut up, people <laughs> list. <laughs> and number six, his hair is gorgeous. Of course it's <laughs> he has the crazy long hair. He has to be gorgeous. Oh uh, yeah. Flows in the wind. <laughs> right, flows in the wind. He has to be gorgeous. 
it's like Fabio, it's like Fabio gorgeous. <laughs> but let's see, in number seven, he could probably start his own line of shampoo products. He probably has. <laughs> he probably has. Like he could probably make a lot of money. Who knows? We all know he did really good hair of his of his hair. Cause there's actually because remember the um the barbershop episode we even asked for like he asked can they do something new to his hair? Oh yeah. He's like. And he's like, I just, like, I just want to try something new. I mean, I don't want you to cut it too short. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Like, he takes a lot of care of his hair, guys. He's like the girl. He's like he takes. He kind of puts the girl to shame when it comes to hair. Like he takes a lot of good care of it. <laughs> yeah. Like you know how you know how you guys see a girl like she's like checking her hair in, like in like one mirror and like a random reflection. Yeah. That's probably what he ends up doing. <laughs> no kidding. He probably, like, stops and like, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? Well, you read it, because he sent us more thoughts, because oh, yeah, he, he had more us, thoughts. Yeah, he sent us more thoughts, and he actually says that Kasuna has invented the game of Uno. And the reason he invented it was because he stinks at freaking chess, and I will agree, because I stink at it. <laughs> Chess isn't any fun, honestly. I don't. I don't like. I don't like chess. I don't understand how it's fun. It's fun, like, like checkers is boring, but at least checkers, everybody can understand. Yeah. But like chess is so weird. Like it's so weird. Like, if you could get checkmate, why can't you get it at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. But Uno's Uno's fun. Yeah, uh, I like Uno. I get, guys, I'm like I said, I'm very competitive with Uno, so like no one wants to play with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I actually, I actually did have. I think I did have a deck of Uno cards as part of my Gintoki cosplay a few months ago. If you did, you played me, Colton. We, I would have probably slaughtered you. I need to find a. I need to find a Katsura cosplayer to play Uno with. Because. Because, guys, if he ever cosplayed Katra and he did that, I'd be like, oh, no, it's on. <laughs> the the war the war for playing Uno together. Right. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to call him now, the war for. Like, I'll bust out, i be like, oh, you want to go? Let's go. <laughs> and I'll probably slaughter him. I'll be like, yes, what you got to do now, Katra? <laughs> uh, but I think I'll uh, read this last email. From, uh, I think he has a different Twitter name now that I'm not going to even pretend I know how to pronounce. But, uh, I know on Just a Kintama podcast, he used to go by, uh, Fake Ignis. So, uh, I'm going to read his email here that I thought was actually pretty enlightening. Um, <clears throat> hello, Gintama Life Lessons. I'm responding to the call for feedback on Zura. Be warned, this may be a little long. Boy, howdy, is it long. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> Zura is simultaneously one of my favorite characters in Gintama, and least favorite. The reason for that is mainly because so much of him is still an enigma. He's simultaneously a goofball and a cutting warrior. I'm not sure exactly how stupid he is, how clever he is, or if he's just weird. Maybe one day Zura will make sense. But right now, there are many times when he doesn't, and that's, that's his most annoying trait to me. Perhaps, though, this is down to the voice actor from the anime, whom I find near inseparable from the character. Even when reading the manga, his voice is too goofy at times. 
even when he's being serious. Not to criticize the voice actor, but he just doesn't sound like Zura to me from the manga. The only way I can make sense of Zura and find him less annoying is if I make him sound serious in my mind. The movie dub from Sentai Filmworks gets closer to this for me. The voice is closer to the samurai Batman I imagine Zura, Zura should sound like. I should point out that's Batman from the animated series, not Christian Bale's growl. <laughs> um, the way I see Zura is that he's deadly serious, but with some very odd ideas and a fancy for cross-dressing. He's a very complex character as well, clearly still rebelling against the invasion, but I figure he may be a rebel without a true cause. Hmm. Throughout the series, we see him we see him show preferences to older technologies. Not only is he slow on the uptake of new technologies and trends, as seen in his preference for older technologies and being behind when it comes to new soaps, but even when he does take up new things, he prefers old classics. When he encounters the Shogun in recent arcs, he meets a man worthy of respect who is not responsible for the current climate, but may be a man who can actually work as a mediator between humans and Amanto. Zura has become a pacifist, finding increasingly less reasons to fight and actual things to fight. This may be why we increasingly see him on standby in recent arcs. In some ways, he has received the most character development of any character in Gintama, having had many of his reasons for being undermined, though I'm sure we'll see more of him in the future. His strange preference for showing up as a woman is also of note, but also the hardest to comment on, as it has less backstory than a certain other characters. It is at least interesting that he has this quirk, even if he steps on the toes of a few other characters. Anyway, that's all I can think of for now on Zura. Keep up the good work. Ignis. Aww. So, uh, thank you, Ignis, by the way. I really appreciate the email. A lot of, lot of good points and really good analysis on Katsura that I don't even know where to begin. Like, he, he actually, like, wow. Because he said a lot that I actually did not even think about. Yeah, that's that's what I thought too when um when I uh like when I took when I was taking my notes on everything that I thought of about Zura and then and then I see this email and I'm like, oh damn. Um Damn <laughs> No no offense, Ignis, he really put me to shame. <laughs> and like and he put me especially to shame because what happens is that I'm very I'm very anal I could take an I'm I'm very big on analysis. Like Colton knows this. I like, like, I can analyze a character very well. I like to think I am too, but probably not. Not as much as me. Because, <laughs> like, I have proven that I can see, I, I can point out a character before, as opposed to pointing out something about a character. And I have been, I have been known to analyze a, uh, analyze a character very well, like, such as I actually analyzed the Mitsuba arc on Hijikata very well, I believe. What, didn't it? Didn't I? What? Didn't I um like also like analyze Hijikata in the Misaba arc and you were like and you actually were just like wow. A, a little bit, yeah, I was a bit surprised. Yeah, like I I do analyze characters very like very, I do analyze them and I actually and he pointed out some stuff that I actually did not see in Kasura. Yeah, me too. I I I never really thought of Katsura as as, as he put it an enigma, but. He's he's pretty on point. He is like, oh my gosh, dude! 
because we know Katra can be, you know, cunning and um, smart what he wants to be, but, uh, like, that's only, like, maybe 5% of the time. True. The other 95% is him getting himself injured because of stupid things. Exactly. And trying to get a hold of Famicoms when they only sell Wii's. And then with him, like, actually standing on standby, because he not he no longer has, he has less reasons to fight, but actual things to fight. It's true, yeah. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there, there really isn't a lot for him to fight nowadays. I, I do agree with that, that he's starting to find more things to kind of fight for. Exactly. Like, he doesn't really have much of a really thing to do. Because basically, his, because like, basically after he got, kind of got told off by Gensoki in the first, I guess, like, I guess it was like episode 7, I'm guessing? It was episode 5, actually. That's, oh, I was on, oh, I'm thinking episode 5. But like, like, after he got kind of told off by Gensoki in episode 5, everything from, from that point that he thought he was fighting for kind of went downhill. I mean, sure, I'm, I'm sure, obviously, he's still, kind of fighting against the Amanto sort of because of Shoyo, even though he he probably doesn't feel as vengeful as Takasugi, obviously, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously. But other than that, yeah, there's not really much of a reason for him to fight other than for whatever ideals he has left. Yeah, even then, his ideals might be knocked down. To he, the point that he's just like, yeah, let me stop fighting about the past, and let me start fighting for what is now here. Yeah, his ideals have probably changed a lot since he met Kintoki. Yeah. Since he re- reunited with Kintoki, I think his ideals have changed completely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even if he even if he still wants to fight off the Amanto, he's, I think he's doing it for the right reasons now. Yeah, I think he's doing it because he... I'm not even sure why he would fight the Amanto. I think he just... I, cause, like, now he's not doing it because they killed uh, Shigo-sensei. He's doing it now because he, I don't know exactly why. He's, I think he's, I don't know. I, I, I think he's, I think he's doing it for the things he has now. As like he doesn't want, like he doesn't want to lose the things he has now. He's doing it for the things he has now, as opposed to getting revenge for the things he lost. Like, yeah, like I think, I think what we're trying to say is that I think Kasra is finally putting the past behind him. Oh, yeah. Because I think, you know, of course, of course, neither him, Gintoki, or Takazu are going to forget about Shingo-sensei, but I think they're finally allowing the past to be the past. Like, there is a little, uh, actually, um, Nobume actually makes a very interesting point about uh, both Gintoki and Takasugi in, um, in Courtesan of a Nation. She reports to a certain someone that Shoyo's students are still alive. Uh, that being the three of them. Um, I like what she says about Gintoki and Takasugi, where basically one lives for uh, the sake of Shoyo Sensei's legacy, and the other one kind of lives lives on to destroy them. And I think Katsura's kind of somewhere in the middle, actually. Because I think I don't think Kintoki wants to forget about Shoyo-sensei, but at the same time, um, but at the same time, Takasugi 
Um, Takasugi, I think, is the one who probably whatever whatever Shoyo Sensei taught them, I think, probably stuck with Gintoki, but they were probably lost on Takasugi. They probably uh, was just like, yeah, old man, whatever. Because every time we see that one flashback of them in class, Takasugi always looks so bored, like, yeah, I don't give a shit. It's always, um, it's always, um, Gintoki, even though he looks bored, yeah, or very or, not, or very neutral, or literally, just, or literally fucking sleeping in class. Yeah, but you could tell that whatever he, whatever he learns from Shoyo Sensei stuck with him. Yeah, because he probably took whatever Shoyo Sensei taught him to heart, and Takasugi's probably the one who's kind of like, uh, yeah, like what, yeah, whatever, old man. Maybe, maybe, maybe he believed them at first, but then maybe they, maybe then he had some kind of change of heart where he's like, Shoyo Sensei didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm done. That probably was what happened. Maybe he, maybe, or maybe when he lost Shoyo Sensei, everything that Shoyo Sensei taught him kind of burnt to the ground for him. Yeah. But I think, again, I think Katsura might be kind of in the middle where, where, like, he probably still takes what Shoyo whatever Shoyo sensei taught him to heart but but he can but he can still um but he can still move on with his life and not be constantly hung up on on um Shoyo sensei dying during the war exactly like we like it's kind of proven that he kind of proved that because Kasura has shown that he at first he was all about Shoyo sensei sticking with the certain ideal at first. But I mean, I guess you can maybe kind of say the same thing about Gintoki, because Gintoki obviously still has the memory of Shoyo Sensei in him, but he's he can still kind of move on too, but I still feel like Shoyo Sensei is still a still a bigger part of Gintoki's life than than he maybe is in Katra's life. Yeah. It's, I mean it's it's the fact that Shoyo Sensei is a is a lot more important to Gintoki, probably, in comparison. Yeah. And I think it's also because, um, because Gintoki, as we kind of saw from a little flashback, um, when Gintoki actually met Shoyo Sensei. Because Shoyo Sensei literally picked him up off, off, the, off the streets. Yeah, a freak, because when we first meet Gintoki as a kid, or when he, when, when we find out how he met Shoyo Sensei, he, they said that he, they, apparently Shoyo Sensei said that he heard about a kid that was known for fighting skills, or known to be a killer, or something like that, because, because what happens is that we see a bunch of dead corpse, corpses around him. Oh yeah, no shit. And he's holding a, so, a bloody sword. So, is implied that that baby Gintoki was probably like around ten. I'm gonna all these people. I'm gonna say around maybe five, actually. Yeah, like he's he's young, guys. Like anywhere and, between five and ten. Yeah, like we and he he's holding a bloody sword that's too big for him for one. And it's implied that he that he probably a five to through ten year old kills all these people. Just for a rice ball, I think. Yeah, we don't know why he killed him. Because he probably was stealing food from him. Yeah, probably. We don't know exactly what went down, but we know he killed them. 
And, like, the way he even showed you since he met him, like, he's about to slay him. Yeah, like, Gintoki's about to fucking try to kill Shoyo Sensei, but you know, I'm sure Shoyo Sensei could kick some ass. Yeah, like Shoyo Sensei, I think he even blocked Gintoki's attack. No, he he didn't attack at all. Yeah, like, I, no, I remember like Gintoki like sh- like sh- like flailed his his sword around him. He was going to. He was going to until and then Shoyo Sensei dropped his sword. He gave Gintoki his sword. Yeah, like that's what I meant. When he dropped it, it was like here, you can have my sword. I think he said he could have his sword because his sword looked, his, the sword he was holding now looked too bloody. It was bloody and chipped. Yeah, he said, I think your sword's a little too messed up here, half mine. And then, like, he he literally just leaves. <laughs> like, he says, you can follow me. And then he's like, if you don't want to, that's fine. He just turns around and leaves. Then, like, then we get, like, another mini, like, then right after that flash, after that, we get a, we get a sudden flash. And he's, and actually, he is on Shoyo Sensei's back. Because Shoya Sensei is carrying them, like, he's taking them to wherever he to whatever. Yeah, but uh. So I can see, like, if we think about it, Gintoki has a much more sentimental value with Shoya Sensei than anyone. He's he's moved on. Yeah, he's obviously. definitely obviously. Yeah, he definitely moved on from it. But, but I, I but I still think he wants to. I still think he wants to still keep his, the memory of Shoya Sensei alive. I as think. A, we, as opposed to Takasugi, where Takasugi just doesn't give a shit, assumably. Yeah, like, what happens is that, like, as you said, that ever, no moment, I don't, I don't know what's her name. <laughs> but, like, as you said, like, how she says that one's trying to keep, keep Shoyosuke's, um, legacy alive, and the other one's trying to destroy it. I think what happens is that, I think basically, Gintoki is the living legacy of Shoyosuke. Oh, yeah. Like, overall, like, Basically, he is the legacy. Like he's not. He, like he doesn't need to remember anything. He's just the legacy. And I think that what they, what they mean by that is that is basically Gintoki. He is living on. He is the living legacy of Shoyo Sensei. Not only that, but he's actually teaching other people like how he was taught. Yeah, in a in a, in in a, a weird sense. way, yeah. Yeah, you thought about it. It's kind of in the sense he's kind of being taught. He's kind of teaching people the same way he was taught. Because the thing about Gintoki is that he's already been through his hardships and he's already had all of his character development by the by the beginning of the series, and he's just kind of helping other people along the way with um, using his own life experience. Right. So he's kind of like in his way, his own Shogo Sensei. But. Again, yeah, the whole point being that I think Katsura, again, Katsura is kind of in the middle. Yeah, because, like, he has, like, it's shown that at first he never, like, it showed at first he didn't move on. Yeah, that he, he wants to avenge Soyo Sensei and, and you know, his his brothers Falling in arms, bro- yeah, yeah. fell in the war. But as time went on, you could tell that he's kind of like, he's not forgiving, but he's kind of getting, he's finally getting over it. He's yeah. He's finally kind of putting his blind anger aside and trying to trying to be a bit more peaceful and not hopefully try not to cause as many casualties that he probably could have run the risk of doing if he kept sending bombs to these different embassies. Right. He could like honestly, he probably could have started another war. He probably could have. And I think he finally realizes this, and he's like, "I'm done." And I think I think because he realizing that he's kind of like I kind of want to do this peacefully. 
and not have the same thing happen. Because again, he just realized that he has more people to care for and care for now. And I think he realized that if he continues doing what he was doing, he could have started another war. And on top of that, because he started another war, he could have lost those people that he already gained. I like that actually. That yeah, fans do joke about that. Oh ha ha yeah, Cos was just on standby. Ha ha. But that's probably a. Now that I think about it, that's probably a big reason why he's on standby. Because what is there for him to do? Right, because he kind of proven to himself that I don't need to do anything. Like it's just like Ignis said. He's <clears throat> excuse me. He's uh, he's finding. He has less of a reason to fight, and he's, and he, and he has, he has, he has more things to fight than less re- than reasons to fight. Right. Exactly. Yeah, people or, can joke around about it, but or, overall, or, or preferably things, things to fight for. Yeah. Kind of. Like, they can joke about it all they want, but overall, if they think about it, it's a good thing he's kind of on standby. Yeah, because as, as much as people like to, you know, joke that he's on standby, and it is a funny gag, but, you know, again, there's not really much for him to do, I guess, even though it's still bullshit he wasn't in the gender swap arc. Or, yeah, because honestly, or, that would have been a really good gag. Or he, or he could have he maybe been a part of Courtesan of a Nation. I don't think he would have been able to do much, but still... He could at least show up and like, hey, Okasura, and like, leave. Show your sensei, oh no. Right, he could be like, yeah, he could be like, right. He could just be like, he could just have like that moment where like, like, as Dave Cook says, like, his joke, he could just like, lean in and be like, what? And then lean right back out. <laughs> <laughs> he leads forward. No, show your sensei. Goodbye, guys. Right, like, just stay well line and, like, leave. And everybody's like, where'd you come from? <laughs> even fucking Gintoki's even like, oh, shit, we're doing all this shit. I wish Zero was here. Right. Which I, I found, I, that fucking cracked me up. I'm like, yeah, why isn't he here? You're a <laughs> like, dick, Gintoki. <laughs> You're like, doing all this shit and you don't invite your friend? Come on. Like, not even that. Like, why did you call him up? You could have, like, sent a message. Gonna have somebody like go to his house. <laughs> I mean, not to give away too much for Jasmine, but Gintoki does kind of end up, uh, for reasons, for run reasons unknown to you right now, he does end up kind of rebelling against the Shogunate a little later and starts causing a lot of mayhem along with everybody else. Oh Jesus! And then, and then yeah, it's it, and that's. And it's that that's what makes his line funny. That's 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 why it's funny how he's like, Oh, I wish I wish Katra was here. Of all the years he tried to get me to join the rebellion, I'm finally <laughs> doing the shit he wants me to do and he's not here. Dumb motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, Oh man, this would be great for him. He would be so happy. Katra would be fangasming right now. He'd be like, Oh my god He'd the be like He'd be like, ha 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 ha, I knew it! <laughs> or he'd be like a straight girl, and be like, oh my god, I knew it. The bit, like, he's like, oh my god, I can't believe it. The best fighter in the war has finally joined the rebellion. He'd take it out of proportion. He would. 
<laughs> he so would. He'd probably actually freak out. He'd probably be like, what? He'd like, are you sure? <laughs> he probably, he probably start, he probably start, he probably would start discouraging, um, get up. He'd be like, are you sure? I mean, I mean, we could do this another time. Are you, are you okay? Right, like, are you okay? Do you need to lie down? I mean, because you don't need to join it right now. <laughs> See, that's a, that's, I just realized that's kind of weird. He's still, he still constantly pesters Gintoki into trying to joining him. I just he's realized like, that. Yeah, but he's gonna be, like, what's weird about him is that he's like kind of character, like, he'll keep pestering you, but when you say okay, finally, he's like, what? <laughs> and then we say, like, yeah, so okay. He's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, can we do it later? <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I never thought I'd get this far. Right, and he's like, ah, what, sure, uh, what do we do now, then? Uh, I guess we could talk over strategies? <laughs> Either that, or he like, flip out and be like, hey, look, um, are you okay? Do you, do, do you watch the latest soaps? Right, he probably, like, he probably would just say that, because he doesn't know what to do, I mean. So what's your what's your favorite Famicom game? Right, he and then, like, gets up and be like, dude, let's just be rebels like you're like you want to see he'd be like ah <laughs> like I can honestly see Kazura like flipping out not knowing what to do <laughs> it'd be like ah um look <laughs> hey are you sure you want to do this and Kentucky's like yeah let's do this he's like see what happens that like half of the group is sick and you know I'm the only one, and you know I can't really get everybody up because everybody's sick. You know I get the medicine for them. <laughs> I can see him making a bunch of excuses because he doesn't know what to do. He'd probably <laughs> yeah, he'd probably back out a little later. Right, he might back out. He might be like, ah, um, hey, how about actually? He might be so freaked out that when he they actually plan something, he might actually be like, hey, um, Gitoki, how about you sit this out? <laughs> And so he's like, wait, I just joined. He's like, yeah, but maybe you can see what we do, and you can just kind of, like, bounce off of that. <laughs> huh. And then uh, eventually, eventually he'd be like, hey, can somebody leave the rebellion? <laughs> it doesn't feel right. <laughs> but, uh, good, good email. Good email. Good, yeah, thank you, Ignis, thank you. You need to, you need to send us more emails like this. Yeah. It's, it's, it makes a really good debate. It, like it's really good. I have never, I got never me, actually got me thinking a lot, actually. Yeah, like I never really thought about Kasura this way. I saw, I've, I've seen, I've seen Zura at a new light. Exactly. But, um, I think that's it. Yep, I think we're done here. Uh, so I guess real quickly, tell people where to find us. Uh, I guess first off, you can uh, find us on Facebook at um, www.facebook.com slash Lessons, And then, uh, as for Twitter, uh, if you ever want any um, quick updates on what we're doing, uh, what the next episode's going to be about, uh, you can find us at GintelLifeLesson at, uh, at Twitter. Um, and then I guess uh, you can uh, go to our website, uh, if you choose to download the podcast there at uh, www.wordpress.gintolifelessons.com. And um, definitely, if you have any emails, uh, thoughts about whatever we're talking about, or feedback on the podcast at all, uh, 
that email would be gintolifelessons at gmail.com. But the most important thing would be to rate, uh, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. Uh, I'll be waiting for a review for whoever happens to find us. But uh, So I guess with that, um, happy birthday to Katsura. And, uh, happy birthday to you. And, uh, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm 20 years old as of this, as of the release of this episode. So. Yay! Yay! He's, wa- he's one year close to drinking. Yay! Drunk driving. No, no <laughs> drunk driving. That's bad. Taxi driving. Com- no. What are Shut you up. Doing? Yes. I'm a bad role model. Yay. Yes, you are. Well, hey guys, he's soon enough. To, he's close enough to get wasted Yay. on the side of the street and oh, pass out. No. And get really bad hangovers. It's, no. just, it's stuff like this. That don't basically be really like, annoy him. I'll basically be like in Turkey. Yay. Yeah, and then random noises like this would annoy him to the point that I felt like the earth was shaking. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, until then, the only wasted I'm going to be is chocolate wasted. Guys, I promise you guys, if he ever drinks, I'm going to slap him across the face. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll drink whenever I want, when I'm old enough. Uh, just, uh, just, just responsibly. Uh, I'll drink responsibly. Please. You're not my fucking mom. I'll, guys, I'll slap him if he drinks, if he drinks. I'll, I'll drink a, him. I'll drink a chocolate martini or something. There is no such thing. Chocolate milk? Some, I know I know. there's some kind of alcoholic drink out there with chocolate milk in it. I've seen it before. No, it can't be possible. Yes, it is. It's not possible. With a cherry and whipped cream on top. No, I think you're just thinking of ice cream. I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> I'm call thinking, it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're thinking of a milkshake. I'll, a milkshake with alcohol in it. Okay, why not? No, there's no such thing. It's, it's, I yes, think there you're is. No, I I'll think look it up right. Honestly, I'll look okay, it up guess. later. Okay, guys, I think he's just talking about milkshake. <laughs> I think he's hungry. Oh, man, it's so late. I wish I could get a milkshake. See? You see? I knew it. <laughs> but, uh, I guess with that, uh, we'll see you guys some other time. I don't know when, but some other time. Uh, I think next time we'll be talking about Chapter 7. M- volume 2. Volume 2. Excited. Uh, next chapter will be about Otsu. I totally care about Otsu. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> so me. But we'll talk more about that next episode. I like her, guys. <laughs> no, you don't. Don't tell me you don't care about her either. Don't make Otsu? yourself. Don't make your. Yeah, Otsu. Like Otsu, like as in the, the pop, girl pop singer. Oh, Otsu. I'm sorry, I, guys. I thought he was talking about Otsu. Never mind. I court. I fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you're gonna tell you're gonna tell everybody that you like fucking Otsu just to make me look bad. I'm sorry, cause I honestly I totally I thought he was talking about Otai. <laughs> I mean I don't really care for Otai either, honestly. She has her good moments. No, like um what's her name? The lady the Oto- old lady. Otose. Otose. See, that's what I thought he was talking about. Otose. I like Otose. Otose's a good character. That's why I said, Oh my god, you can't believe you're so mean. But, uh, yeah, we should go. Yeah, I, I, I don't honestly, honestly, I can't, I don't care for the pop idol. We need to go. Yeah, we need to go. Okay. Bye, guys. Happy birthday, Katra. 
Bye. Happy birthday, Kasura and Zura. 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 You had too much fun with this. Zura. They need to come up with that on a CD. No. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.